something big. It sure is. Holy shit, this episode was nuts. <laughs> this was like gotta be its most violent. <laughs> I mean, it's it's like a really violent episode. It starts off with um uh, right in the middle of this battle, yeah, I forgot her name, the girl. Maja. Uh, Maja has brought up this beach, uh, this beast from the ancient world, although beach, that'd be even stranger. <laughs> Giant beach. Anyway. Well, we already had that. Remember the woman? Yeah, that's right, the woman island, yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, pretty much uh, brings him to life, and it's just attacking the Candy Kingdom, and killed Rupier Guy, and, uh, was it General Candy Corn? Was that his yeah. name? Yeah, I had I, to... Was that... Was it General Candy Corn? General... Colonel Candy Corn. Colonel Candy Corn. I think yeah, so. I, I think that was it. Um, and had to be. Uh, he's in charge, and they're just having this great big epic battle. Uh, uh, Finn and Jake have disappeared, and uh, this thing gets out of this giant force field, brings down like all these creatures from the sky, and they break open, and they're running towards him. They're getting sliced up and destroying a bunch of these candy creatures, and suddenly Finn and Jake come in with that two-headed elephant and starts zapping the hell out of them, and they're both from the ancient world, and finally blows up that thing and uh, Marja gets knocked out and she's in a coma and then they're trying to figure out what to do and the two-headed elephant just decides to kind of try and make his own decisions but he doesn't know how so he goes to uh, Marja who's still in the coma and says I'll be your friend while you're still in the coma and then a leaf falls and a caterpillar is going to eat him and Rupier guy is dead! <laughs> That's so sad! Uh, but we just looked it up. Apparently the reason they killed him is to give a reason why the Banagards are so still so incompetent. Yeah. But once you get someone else to replace him, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but then we wouldn't have an episode like James 2. I guess, I guess. So, but, but then again, Jake can get himself out of the ropes from the last episode or the episode before so easily. I mean, come on, what, what has continuity been like this important? Well, no, and Jake has said, you know, remember when he got the chip cut in his tooth? He said if he always did all that stuff, you know, he wouldn't have any challenges in life. Okay, it's... That's their bullshit way around it, that's fine. Um, but, yeah, no, this episode... I really liked it because it was a really massive battle, but it was really funny, and it had it, it tied back into like this story, but at you know this ongoing story, but at the same time, it also threw in a bunch of that randomness, and the slapstick was really funny, and I like it when they incorporated other characters. Like I like when one of the lasers gets reflected and blows up Ice King's yeah. house. He's like, "Hey, leave me out of that!" <laughs> That's all you see of him. I mean, I love those little touches like that. I love when everybody gets brought back to life, you still just see Root Beer Guy has yeah. not. <laughs> like, he's still dead. Um, I, I loved seeing the elephant again. I, wow. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> just Mountain Dew just materializes off screen here. Weird. It's like, you finally died. You drank so much Mountain Dew, you can make it just materialize out of nothing. Can it all. Pretty much, yeah. Interesting. Anywho. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, the the Marsha uh, no, Marsha 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 what was it again Maja Maja Maja's voice um with the you know both the normal girl voice and then the deep threatening voice under it sounds great whenever she says yeah. anything like you know uh, okay well I, I can work with that I can work but you okay I can work with that I can wait it that's great that monster is great him trying to adapt to this new world and then him and the elephant are from the same place and they're while they're fighting each other they're talking about how difficult it is to adjust yeah. and i even like the little thing at the end where the elephant doesn't know what to do and 
Finn's like, just be your old person, and he doesn't know, so he sort of goes off, and days pass, and he hears the ant who only knows to do what he feels he has to do, and the birds, and the, the mama bird and stuff. It's, I don't know, it was strange, but it was, the somehow it was both so tight and told such a complete story, and then it was also so random at the same time. Um, and I really liked it. That's sort of what... As sort of what Adventure Time, in a lot of respects, is to me, where it's sort of getting divided up into, is this going to be a serious big story episode, or is this going to be kind of a fun waste of time? This yeah. one was kind of both. Yeah. Um, and a part of me would almost like to see it, you know, more just totally massive and, and really huge, because, I mean, that character we saw, like, one other time, the uh, uh, Maja character, and yeah. it's one of those things where it's like she finally comes back, she's kind of taken out one episode. Like, I I probably could have seen this as two. I, I think you probably could have stretched it that out. Could have been, that could have been really neat. Yeah, I, I could have seen this as two, because it sort of starts in the middle, which is funny, but at the same time, I'm like, this is pretty massive, this is pretty huge. Yeah. Uh, it's sort of the same thing with the... Uh, with Ice King's wife. It's like, I could have seen two episodes with that. Uh, yeah. I, I kind of thought the same thing here, but as is, I still think it was really enjoyable. It's kind of like the return of the king of, like, the adventure time, you know, in 11 minutes, with jokes. <laughs> and random parts thrown in. So, um... So not return of the king. At all. Just in 11 minutes, with random jokes. It could happen, and it did! Something big. And the last thing I'll say, I love when she was bringing the creature to life and the cool visuals, like the, like the eye, op the moon eye opening Yeah, that was up. cool. And just the design of that thing alone was great. And, uh, again, they gave him both sort of a... He was definitely very intimidating, but he was funny, too. Yeah. Um, and I think that made him... It, it didn't cheapen him, because everything seemed in character. Wait, I need to process this. Yeah. So tell me more about it. It's like... A character like that wouldn't get feelings and love and stuff, but at the same time, it's funny to hear him say, let me process this, and so on and so forth. So, uh, I thought it was great. I thought it was a really, really fun episode. Actually, now that you say that, yeah, like, to an extent, it almost reminds me of Treebeard. Hmm. Yeah, a little bit. With the whole, hold on a second, I really need to take some time to process this. Let me think of, you know, yeah, I can see that a bit. And I'm done seeing that. Okay. <laughs> That's all I gotta say about that. <laughs> no, I liked it. I thought it was fun. Different. Um, again, I like... One thing I've always liked about the show is I'm kind of continually bringing back unanswered questions or what happened to blank character. Like last episode, or sorry, two episodes ago, with the elephant. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, elephant shows up and it's like, Whoa, wait a minute! Oh my god, we haven't seen you since, like, you know, season two. You know, and it's kind of neat, because you forget about some of these one-off characters, and then they show up again, and it's like, oh my god. And what they've always been pretty good at is, like, with Zergiok. When Zergiok left, you're like, oh, well, there he goes, whatever. Then he comes back, and they kind of close it, or at least almost bring it full circle with these characters. The elephant, who knows only, you know, war and being told what to do, is now kind of free to do whatever he wants. But he's also going with this person of, like, evil and everything. So it could turn into one of these where they learn from each other, or... I'm very, very, very curious what they're going to do with it. Like, yeah, I, so am I. I really... 
this is something I can't wait to actually see later on down the road, what they do with it. Well, especially because when I saw that, the first thing I thought is, okay, he's gonna befriend her and he's gonna be evil. But I like when she says, uh, you know, join me and we can be all powerful and destroy the Candy Kingdom. No, I will befriend you until you wake up. And, wait, are, are you that elephant? Oh, I want no part of you. And then he flies off with her and is sort of like, yeah, I have no idea where they're going to go with that. Uh, that'll be fun. You know, even if it does turn out whatever he turns evil or whatever, it, it'll be fun to see the process because they don't immediately start there. Yeah. Or maybe it could go in a totally different direction. So I think that's the, those are great opportunities there. Which I think is going to be pretty neat. Um, a, a root beer guy. You know, a character that kind of showed up, played a very minor part, and now he's gone. Mm. Like... They're good Halo at... Halo Memorial at the end, too. Yeah. <laughs> They're good at bringing back characters to either close them off or to continue their story when most shows kind of ignore that. Yeah. I mean, think of most cartoon or TV shows where they go to some alternate area of the world, they meet four people or two people... Then after that episode, you never see them again, even if the show's on for ten more years. Again, 80s and 90s programming. I mean, they, yeah. the status quo literally ruled everything. I mean, yeah. you could argue it still kind of does in some shows, but I think shows nowadays have really branched out much more and become uh, much more one big story as opposed to we have to keep everything episodic and contained. Yeah. Or, or at least there's a lot more variety. Oh, yeah. And, and that's one thing I really do enjoy about Adventure Time. So, I'm very curious what the hell they're going to do with that. Um, I did like uh, <laughs> yeah, Candy Corn shooting himself out of the cannon with the little guys after him. And he's like, yeah! And the guy's like, huh, boom! No, sorry, what's out of the mouth? Fires and... Yeah. Kills the little candy guys, and I'm like, wah! <laughs> I say, it's definitely the most violent. Um, but but the, the slapsing and the comedy was so fast and so good yeah. and was such a good combination of you know kind of suspenseful and, and, and keeping the energy up and then just really random goofy jokes like i said when when he threw himself in the can is you know like the ticket just went fire me boy i mean yeah. it's like it's just great and i love just keeping that momentum going throughout the whole thing um i'm curious about that i keep i don't remember the giant guy's name and i think it started with a g like, I want to say, like, Grant or something. Uh, but when Finn stabbed him in the head... He said, thank you. Yeah, I love it. He's like, thank you. And he's like, boom! And I'm like, wow, that's kind of neat and touching and odd at the same yeah, time. Yeah, it's like, it, I, I didn't even know what to make of it. It just made me laugh because it was so confusing. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's one of those things more along the lines of, I don't want to be awake. I am so old right now. I'm ready to die. Yeah. And, you know, I'll do what I'm told, and I'm okay with that. But, oh, thank you for ending all this. Yeah, crap. like, gave me an honorable death. So yeah. Like, I also like, you know, the little touches in this, too, where, like, he's talking to the elephant, making the guacamole. He says, you gotta do, whoops, you gotta go and do whatever you want. And, like, the guacamole falls, and he, whoops, and he just keeps talking. And then, like, middle of the conversation, like, he'll bring the guacamole back up. Oh, thanks. Yeah, and he'll just keep talking. It's like, you could have cut that. You missed yeah. nothing. But it's like, those little touches just make it a little more unique and a little more funny. Well, for me, it felt almost like Finn cared ten times more for this elephant than anything else going on. Especially like, the guacamole. Well, yeah, like, he's, like, cooking and all this stuff, and in most other shows, they would have made a huge deal out of it. Like, mm. oh, my God, oh, my God, grab it for me, quick, you know, or something like that. Where it's like, da 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 Ah, oh, well. 
Because he's telling this elephant to be himself and to go out and do what he wants, and that's, like, more important to him than the guacamole. Mm. You know, I, I really like that. They could have turned it into... Like, they could have dragged it out to some really long, lame joke. Mm. But they used the joke very well how it was, and also showed... I don't know how caring Finn is. Yeah, no, it, um... I, I dug it. I, I thought it was a, a real good combo, and I thought it was a lot of fun. <laughs> so, you just like that I used the word dug a lot, because that's my name. No, well, actually, in the comments, someone did say that. They're like, this is like the fourth episode in a row where Doug said something along the lines of, I dug it. You know, I and noticed that. I don't know why. It's like, the word, it's like the word has just really... <laughs> been in my mind for some reason. I've just been thinking about myself a lot. I'll okay? say, yeah, you love yourself, apparently. Maybe, maybe I just want to use as much dugginess as Doug can dug. You dug? Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do